0: everybody, and welcome back to Before the Downbeat, a musical podcast. I am your host, Mackenzie, and I am joined once again by my friend, co-host, Canadian B. Arthur, Autumn Smith. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. I'm sorry for sounding a little bit ragged at this point. We've recorded quite a bit today. Yes. Um, but we're having a blast, nevertheless,
1: Yes, we are. It's great. Yes, we're having it's a lot of great. Uh, very heated debates. Yes. Very good. Yes.
0: Um so this week we are going to be talking about really I would say the beginning of musicals. Like after showboat. After yes. I mean, showboat
1: was kind of it was the, it the, was the baboon. Yeah,
0: yeah, showboat was kind of the middling ground between operetta and musical. It was kind of that bridging point and then I would say Oklahoma really is the first Ta-da. proper musical to come forward. So, yes, this week we we're talking about the Rodgers and
1: Hammerstein Classic Oklahoma. O-K-L-A-H-O-M-A Oklahoma. Oklahoma.
0: Meow! Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain and the way wheat. It's sure this. sweet when the wind comes right behind the rain. It's the, this is a musical that is wonderful. Um, I guess I can kind of say why I picked it. Like, yes. I did. I did not pick yeah, this Yeah, I did not pick Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I no. did. So I picked it, first of all, because as we said, it was the first musical. Really after Showboat. That really kind of set the modern musical by incorporating singing, dance, and music all into one seamless plot. And I think it's just a great story. I think there's a lot, I think this is, this is one of the most underrated shows where people just um, write it off as the cowboy farmer, classic golden age Broadway show. And I think there's a lot more to it. So that's why I picked it because I think we can really get deep into this show (laughs) and have some, a lot of fun dissecting this piece. Yeah, this is it. We're going to talk about Oklahoma because I thought it was a great choice. (laughs)
1: Um, It is a good choice. Episode four,
0: like we are now four episodes in. We've talked about uh, West Side. we've talked about chess, and now we're jumping back in time to Oklahoma, and we got way more stuff lined up for you this season. We're very out of sequence here. (laughs) We really are. We're recording all over the place today. We're kind of going through our list of shows and choosing which ones we want to talk about. So yeah, Autumn, why don't you kind of get us started on who's who on the creative team? Who do we got on the roster today?
1: Well, of course, we have the classic Rogers and Hammerstein. Absolutely. Hammerstein, Tomato. I think it's Hammerstein. I think it's I think it's Hammerstein, Hammerstein. Think so think so it's Hammerstein as well. I Some people so say too. Steen, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I have big conversations about words lately. <laughs> For example, midwifery versus midwifery, of course. It's, it's midwifery. Thank no, it's you. midwifery. Oh, there's Sarah's piping oh, for the day. There we go. No, there's a one line for our episode. Those the the things that float in the water <laughs> that are called boys, but some people call them buoys. They're called boys. They're yeah. called boys because they're buoyant. Yes. So I will I'm, say I'm the people go who call people milk.
0: And I'm like, no, it's milk. Same thing with calling pillow
1: pillow. I'm like, no. Yeah. No. 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 My my grandmother used to say sandwich. It's sandwich. I know. I know. Hey, I it was endearing. <laughs> I love it. So we have Rogers and Hammerstein. Okay. Uh, we start the with them. wonderful duo. Yeah, um, Richard, Charles Rogers, and Oscar Greeley. Clendenig Ritter von Hammerstein II. <laughs> Gotta love that name. Uh, maybe this will go longer than an hour. So, maybe. Rogers was the composer of music. Yeah. Uh, with Hammerstein as a lyricist. Yeah. Um, Rogers did over 900 songs oh my goodness. and 43 Broadway musicals. God, awesome. uh, and he's best known for songwriting with Lauren's Hart. Yes. And Hammerstein. We'll get into Hart. Um, and he is one of those guys that won an EGOT. I can believe Emmy, it. Grammy, Oscar, for it. and a Tony. In addition, he also was awarded the Pulitzer Prize. Okay. Making him one of only two people to receive all five. The other... Being Marvin Hamlish. Interesting. I know. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, so, and then we get into our friend Mr. Hammerstein. <laughs> Wait, you want the, to say the uh, long name again? I oh, <laughs> Oscar Greeley, Clintonck, Ritter von Hammerstein the mm. uh, second. theater director of musicals, a librettist, a producer for over 40 years, eight Tony Awards, two Academy Awards. Uh, and many of his songs are, like, jazz standards uh, right now. He co-wrote 850 songs. Oh, my goodness. So he, Rogers wrote 50 more than um, Hammerstein.
0: Well, uh, well how, was Roger, no, no, no. It was Hammerstein who died first. Uh,
1: yes, yes, yeah, Hammerstein, cause 79. Rog, yeah,
0: because Rogers wrote with Sondheim.
1: So, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. yes, he did. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. Because I guess uh, that's why there's
0: 15 more songs for Rogers. Uh,
1: Rogers uh, lived to 79, yeah. and Hammerstein lived to 60. There
0: you go, 1916. Yeah, he had stomach cancer, throat cancer, one of those types of cancers, mm-hmm. or something exactly. like that.
1: Yeah, very sad, yeah. but. There you go. He but, still wrote eight hundred and yeah. He did a great, great job. Songs. Yeah, uh, wrote um, was a lyricist uh, and playwright. He worked uh, with show on Showboat. Um, yeah, and then together, of course, they wrote. King and I, Sound of Music, Oklahoma, Carousel, South Pacific, Cinderella, Flower Drum Song. I think I said Cinderella twice. That's okay. Um, But that's okay. That's all right. It's Mm -hmm. Cinderella. Yes. Um, In my own little corner. Okay. (laughs) Over here in the corner. Yeah. So they were great. Yes. Um, The director of the original Broadway production was Ruben Mamoulian. Right. And... um, he an in, another interesting fellow. He did Oklahoma. He did Carousel. He did Lost in the Stars. Um, he directed Wings over Europe, and then he directed the revival of Porgy and Bess. <laughs> but I think he might have done one of the original Porgy and Bess as well. He could have been one of those yeah. directors that did it twice. Um, and then, but more importantly, uh, you have the choreographer. Yes. Because you have that beautiful dream sequence. We do. And it was Agnes DeMille. Yes. Of all people. Beautiful Agnes. Um, like just American Ballet Theater, uh, did the ballets for Copeland's Rodeo, um, which was huge at the time. Yeah. Um. Did uh, a lot of different ballets. Uh, like, she's a, a, a choreographer of ballets, really, essentially. Um, what else? What else can I say about her? She did musicals like Carousel, Bloomer Girl, Allegro. Uh, and then she did um, Brigadoon. Oh, very good. And she was the Tony Award recipient for that. Yes, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, Painter Wagon, Girl in Pink Tights, Goldilocks, and 110 in the shade. <laughs> so she had that a very extensive career. Nice. Yeah. And just like stunning. Like yeah. the, the it ballets in in um, Oklahoma and Carousel like are just beautiful. Uh, um, genius. I'm not sure if she did the film versions. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't, I, don't I don't think she, she did. did. Um, but I think, they, by, I think by that point, the relationship maybe soured a bit with her. Maybe. She was really known for integrating dance into the musical plot. Yes. Which is that was her huge. thing. It was huge. And yeah. it
0: paid the way for people like Jerome, Jerome Robinson, Jerome and, and Bob Fosse. Fosse exactly.
1: Yep.
0: 100%. And also Gillian Anderson from Cats. Yeah. Who just died. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. Very recently. Yeah. Great team they had in place.
1: I was like, Jillian Anderson from X Files? Wait one second. Sorry, Jillian Lynn. Yeah, it was Jillian Lynn. <laughs> like, Jillian Lynn. Wait a second. Sorry, not Jillian, Jillian Anderson. Jillian I huge Jillian Anderson fan though. Shout out oh, to Jillian Anderson. She's going
0: to be on The Crown in season four playing Margaret Thatcher.
1: That is the most exciting thing I've mm-hmm, heard all day. Right? I Her love with that.
0: Um, um, With Olivia Coleman. Olivia yeah. Coleman and um, Helen Bottom Carter.
1: As Princess Margaret. It's gonna I be love good. it. It's I love it. I love The Crown. Crown's like, I didn't think it could get any better. Oh, it's going to get better. I just wish they'd come out of it. But you throw Olivia Colman and Coleman in yeah, anything? It's true. Boom. It's you're done. It's going to be her. great. It's going to be great. Love her. Broadchurch. Best thing ever. She's
0: great in the new Les Mis BBC. Who does she play? Madame
1: Ternardier. Oh, well, I, I've, got it. I've got it there. I've got yeah. it taped on my thing. I've got to watch Sarah, it. Sarah, we're watching Les Miserables. wrote it down. Thank you. <laughs> It'll make us miserable. It will. But it's a fantastic version. Well, I'm
0: sure. Go I'm watch sure. it, people. It's wonderful.
1: And it's the BBC. BBC.
0: Of course, it's BBC. With Dominic West, Lily Collins, David O'Lelio, Olivia Coleman. Fantastic. Even um, um, uh, David Bradley. Oh, wow. He's in it. He's, he plays Marius' grandfather. And that's a character that gets a great improvement oh, compared to. Wow. He, he's a forgotten character in the book, but he's wonderful. It's a great. It's a great. He's
1: not in the musical. No, I don't remember. He's in the
0: movie version.
1: The grandfather is in the movie version, but it's very sideline. It's very sideline. Yeah. Either way, tangent done. (laughs) But it was a good one. We can talk BBC anytime. We can. We can. All about the BBC. Exactly. That'll be another podcast we'll do at BBC. We love you. We do.
0: Um, okay. Okay. So is that the, is that, is that for that's the team? Me. Yeah, That's the team. All right. So I'll get into, into production history. Okay. So basically the musical was inspired by the play Green Grow the Lilacs. That's right. Uh, this is also the musical collaboration of Roger and Hammerstein, as we talked about. It was Richard Rogers who first bought the rights to adapt the play. Yeah. Um, at the time. And the play didn't do well. It did okay. It, it wasn't a huge resounding success. No. Um, so Rogers bought the rights because he thought, hey, this could make good subject matter. So mm-hmm. originally he went to his partner, um, Lorenz Hart, who unfortunately yeah. was battling alcohol addiction, mm-hmm. among many other issues. So Hart lost interest in the project and Hammerstein uh, was approached by Rogers and asked to work on the project. That's
1: great. Which is like fate. It's the beginning. It is. Of awesomeness.
0: Um, so the first tell they gave the show was, you know what it was? no before oklahoma the original name of the show was away we go oh and okay yep that's weird yep and it opened out for its town triads with that name at the new haven's schubert theater um on march 11th 1943 oh. uh, the expectations were very low for the show they thought it was going to be a flop Hammerstein had already written six flops in a row by the time the show came around. Oh boy. And the show had no star power. There was no big name. Yeah. Um, so, producer Mike Todd walked out of the first act uh, during the Triad and Wise Crack to Rogers saying, No legs, no jokes, no chance. Boy, well, was he wrong.
1: Wow.
0: Uh, but Rogers and Hammerstein were ultimately confident. They continued to work on the book. And scored continuously is one of those things where they just worked it and worked it and worked it. That's great. Um, so the New Haven and Boston audiences were actually enthusiastic. Although the reviews were only fair, the audiences were just like, oh my goodness, we just like saw the light. It, they were over the moon. Oh, that's great. Um, but ultimately they decided they had to make some changes to the show before it opened on Broadway. So on the train to New York, <laughs> they, uh, Rogers wrote, oh no. Hammerstein writes the lyrics. So Hammerstein yes. wrote the lyrics to Oklahoma, which was going to end the show. And it, and when they were in meetings, they realized the title just wasn't working. So they decided to change it to Oklahoma. I love it. Instead. So when the production did open on March the 31st, 1943, at the St. James Theater in New York City, it starred Alfred Drake as Curly, mm-hmm. Joan Roberts as Laurie, the wonderful Celeste Holm as Ado Annie, uh, you have Howard De Silva as Judd Fry, Betty Gard as Aunt Eller, Lee Dixon um, as Will Parker, and Joseph um, Belouf as Ali Akeem. Uh, the production ran for 2,212 performances. That's a lot. Yeah, finally closing on May 29th, 1948. Uh, Oklahoma ran for over five years, a Broadway record. That would not be lost until My Fair Lady in 1956. Wow. The Tony Awards and other awards were um, that are now given out for achievement for musical theater were not in existence in 1943. So the show won no awards uh,
1: for the original yeah. production.
0: Uh, however, since then, the original production, it has been revived in 1951, 1979, 2002 with... Um, uh, um, Andrea Martin as a oh, as yeah. An Eller. Ann Eller. Yeah. And then in 2019, the yeah. latest revival having just recently won for Best Revival as well as for Best Supporting Actress.
1: For Allie Stoker.
0: Yeah. Allie Stoker playing Ado Annie, yeah. the first actress in a, in a wheelchair.
1: Yeah, which is awesome. It's fantastic. So good. Fantastic. So good.
0: Yeah. So that's the history of the show. Yeah. Um, there also is a film version that came out as well that was worked on after Hammerstein's Untimely Demise. Yeah, with Shirley Jones. Yes, it kind of kicked off her career. It was big. So <coughs> it's quite big. I mean, it's about burning <laughs> hay bales and like I'd be one it'd be a movie I'd be really interested in uh, seeing a remake of.
1: The know? the one at Roundabout right now with Ali Stoker?
0: No, no, no no, no just like remake the movie. <clears throat> like mm, like redo oh, I see. Cause I mean back then it was kind of hoaxy the way they did it.
1: I think, they could, I, think, I think you could do something really interesting with a modern retake. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah. I mean, that's what they've done with the Roundabout version, which is interesting. What is your first experience with the musical, though? Um, Let's segue into well, our next section. Well, I mean, I, this is not one of those musicals I know very well. and I, I mean, I know some of the music well, but I danced to Oklahoma <laughs> when I was eight. And my brother did a lift with me, so that was fun. Um, that's what I remember. And I was in like a purple checked dress with yeah. a big bow in my hair. Yeah. Um. And we all sang "Oklahoma." That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I've seen it. I've seen it on film. I don't know if I've ever seen this live. Which is really big. yeah. Oh, it's fun live.
0: I just get right into it. I. They know the lyrics to this, even if you don't. No, then when you walk in
1: the door, you will catch them. Oh, well, they're, yeah, they're pretty, yeah, they're where the wind comes sweeping down the plane. Yes. Oklahoma. Exactly. I would have liked to have seen the the um, National Theater version. Oh, with Hugh Jackman? Uh, yeah. And you Laura can watch Pulver. it. There's a
0: recording of it.
1: Oh, maybe I'll do that. It's really good. And Laura Pulver, the yes. woman from Sherlock love her
0: yes and then I she's for, great. I, I forget who plays A, um aunt Eller in
1: that she one. also i think played did she not play uh Laura pulver did she no was it Laura pulver that was in this no sorry Laura pulver was in parade i yes. lie anyway fantastic yeah ones were like it wasn't uh, like
0: on the radar too much
1: no i mean it i mean i know it Have i you know all of the songs to, to the songs no you totally should. No, I don't know if this would be their cup of tea. Um, they're into hairspray. That's their kind of musical. <laughs> Go for Oklahoma, kids. No, so much better than hairspray. Uh, I don't even know if I like Oklahoma. It reminds me of like The Bachelorette. <laughs> uh, musical theater style. Oh, we're going to one girl, moves. two men. Oh, fighting also, over. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. One's evil, one's valiant. But is Judd
0: evil though? I think he could do some arguments. Though.
1: No, I think he's. I think he's just misunderstood. He's kind of. Like, he he's he's kind of like the precursor to Billy Bigelow. Considering this came before so. Billy
0: Bigelow, this came before Carousel. Yeah, and Carousel, I think was next on the roster after.
1: I think. I think Judd is painted much darker than yes. Billy. Yes. You mean Curly? No, I think I think Judd is a much darker character than Billy Bigelow. Oh, Billy Bigelow, yes, true. Like
0: Billy Bigelow is a nice cousin he's of Judd Fry. Yeah,
1: he's more reclusive. Yeah. and more mm, I don't know. Yeah, more Macavity. It's true. <laughs> true, 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 true. You know, like yeah. it's, uh, and he, he, I feel bad for him because he's used. True. Like that's not very nice. No, that is true, Lori.
0: Actually, then you really should see the new production they have on Broadway, because apparently that does go into that really like, interesting way they look at Judd. So I'd love to see that. Maybe they'll do a tour of it, and they'll bring it to yeah. Toronto, and we'll go see it. Okay. We'll, we'll bring your kiddos. Okay. We'll, we'll subject them to some Rodgers They Hamlet love
1: music. No, they love musicals. because they love the sound of music. See, then they'll love this. They this love like, Oliver. Like, we, we oh, see, this go is to like a right coffee shop named Oliver's, and they sing Oliver, Oliver's. Every morning. Then they will love this. This is like heyday, golden age fun.
0: Teaching yeah. this for
1: Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just a girl. That's exactly what I want to teach my daughter in this day. Oh, that's, a, that's
0: such a great song. It's perfect. It's a great, could get, great you could lesson. Get, you, could get, you could get. Okay, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that song.
1: But yeah, uh, okay.
0: uh, so I'll quickly go through my experience <laughs> okay. with So the first thing I did with Oklahoma was I was taught the song Kansas City. By my singing teacher, because she thought it'd be a great song for me to sing. Everything's up to date. Yeah, in Kansas, Kansas City. City. Uh, and then my aunt took me to see the Stratford production in 2007, and it I starred um, Steve Ross playing Judd. Oh, you
1: have was it uh, Dan Chamroy playing? Yes, Curly? it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dan Chamroy
0: playing Curly. Yeah, I can tell. Totally uh, Wilson playing uh, playing Laurie. I love. And uh, uh, McClellan. Oh, no, Laura playing Aunt dollar. And unfortunately, the actress who played, you not know, I forget her name, but she passed away due to breast cancer. So that, so there now is a whole family. Who's that? Um, who
1: was oh, it? was it Gina Wilkinson that directed it?
0: No. No. Donna Fure directed the production. Oh, this okay. was like the production that put Donna Fure on the map. Because then she did Oliver after that. Oh. Let's not talk about that
1: version of Oliver. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Donna. Donna. Sometimes we just don't like some things. It was too nice. That's the only thing with that, Oliver. It was just too nice.
0: <laughs> You've but I'd really it.
1: like to see Little Shop of Horrors. I'm sorry that I miss Rocky Horror Picture Show.
0: Lindsay Thomas. Lindsay Thomas.
1: Played 80 Annie. Okay. Well, that's too bad. Yes. Before she
0: passed She's away. <laughs> yes, yeah, <it's> an untimely <coughs> passing. So, Excuse me. Uh, yeah, so... Came to the show, saw it there, and then I didn't. And then I realized that Hugh Jackman did a version that got him discovered and cast as Wolverine. Really? Is that what got him? Indeed, because originally they wanted Russell Crowe, and Russell Crowe's like, "I'm doing Gladiator, I'm not playing Wolverine." But he said, "I have." Oh, I thought you
1: meant (laughs) they wanted. No, no,
0: no, no, no. Curly. No, 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 no. no. Like, but basically, basically, so the so he told the cast go check out my friend. Uh, Hugh Jackman, he's in London right now, um, playing Curly in yeah. Oklahoma. And sure, if there's the fight scene where Hugh Jackman takes his shirt off, and they went, "Oh, cool," he he could do it. So that's Great. how Wolverine ended up being Hugh Jackman because they saw him as Curly, and it was fantastic. So,
1: and now, watch that film stage version; it's fantastic. And now we have him as the greatest showman.
0: <laughs> he's in a lot of. You should watch him in Prisoners. He's fantastic in Prisoners. Okay. It's dark. Right. Don't watch it with the kids. It's all about child abduction.
1: Oh wow, that sounds lo- lovely. It's a
0: it's a fantastic character. Is this
1: on Netflix? Could be. Could okay. be. Prisoners. Disney. <laughs> there you go. There's Sarah's humor, everyone. Love she it. was holding out on us. <laughs> Okay,
0: right. so we get into the show. What is your top three
1: songs on? Them? What's your first? What's my first song? I'm gonna say, oh, what a beautiful. That's party. my first song. <laughs> like that's my first choice. It's too. just great.
0: It's the, it's a fantastic "Flip the Switch" opening.
1: All the cattle are standing like statues. All the cattle are standing like statues. They don't turn their heads as they see me ride by. But a little brown maverick is winking her eye. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day.
0: Where, like, it's not this big bombastic group number. It's just a guy. Singing off stage, and there's Aunt Eller churning butter.
1: Well, it's just easy. It right? Is. It's, and like it's, I sing perfect. it all the time in the morning. Yeah. It's a great song to wake up to. I love it. I love it. Yes. There's nothing more I need to say about that. It's just yeah. simple, lovely. And I love the fact. Riding a horse, chewing some hay. Yes. Boom.
0: And, I, and this, I also find the simplicity captures the wide open plains of Oklahoma where it's just. Totally. The one guy just. Wandered through the flat plains. Yes, because yep. really, that like, like like when I think of Oklahoma, like you think of just the kind of like what I think of yeah. it, what like Saskatchewan. Yeah, just go like like just way on a horse. Yeah, just moving through.
1: Way just, to go. Yeah,
0: it's yep. and it's one of those songs that I just love. And he's wrapping does a great rendition. And
1: that waving wheat sure smells sweet, sweet, doesn't it? It does.
0: <laughs> or that little brown maverick
1: who's winking her eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's great. It's I love great. It, it's, it just captures the time and place beautifully.
0: Yeah, it's a great opening yeah. number. It's be a, easily be a top five opening songs. Absolutely. The
1: show. Mm-hmm. Easily, easily, easily. Um, okay, what's your next choice? Um, Out of My Dreams and The Ballet. Out of My Dreams.
0: That's on my. Not on my not, that's not, that's not on my. That's on my opposite list.
1: Oh my god! Uh, you know me. After yeah. the West Side Story it's ballet, true. it's true. I'm, I'm big into the. Dances. I love. I
0: love the ballet. I just don't like the song
1: because um, I'm like you know, you're Laurie. Out this. of my
0: dreams. No. Oh. I just find the song is, is is repetitive. As the audience knows, Lori doesn't like Judd and she does like Curly. I know. So the conflict and isn't she's there. Using. Yeah, she's using poor Judd. And so the dilemma doesn't feel
1: real. Instead, but it she's she, attracted to Judd. There's something. Mm-hmm. She he's the he's the he's the bad seed that she's attracted to. True.
0: you said that about Curly, too. Curly's not a nice guy. We'll get into that. It just paints because Lori comes out at the top of Act one and she's like guns ablaze, and like she is an independent, no nonsense yeah. woman. And then it's like But she takes a me-
1: drug. She's drugged.
0: That's even worse. It's like I know it, it, it's it's like let's at, knock her out with the drug and she's she, gonna she, she find what man.
1: I don't know if we should get into the political ramifications of these musicals because they're so wrong and yeah. so like a woman is drugged and then sings this and yeah. And now oh, I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful though the arc of it the the musicality of it is gorgeous. I don't like my I don't like many of Lori's songs in the show. And I Lord, rather I rather listen to Eighty Annie. Well, they're just a little bit more feisty. Right? Yeah, it's, like Laura just kind of just,
0: whimsically um, moves. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like her. Um... But it's
1: beautiful. It's a beautiful melody. It is
0: a beautiful melody. I will give it that. It is a gorgeous melody. But I just go,
1: eh. I know. But all, the song, all for me. The, the ballet, story. though,
0: I'll listen to the ballet anytime. <laughs>
1: Jordan's kind of like, eh, yeah, eh. Maria's. I'm oh, fine. Maria, Maria's fine. What else <laughs> did they write here? There's some of, yeah, some of their women are not like. No. they're better characters, and they're. Oh yeah, the Baroness and Sound of Music is a far I more fascinating character. I love the Baroness. I think. Or she's Mother Abbess, or the a, Mother Abbess and the dissing nuns. Boom! So they're brilliant. <laughs> beautiful, yeah. beautiful, 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 beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah. Out of my
0: dreams did not make it, it made my top three often skipped or like not, not,
1: I'm not like songs list Yeah, I, I, I just love the melody. Right? I know, I know. I can't blame you. I can't blame it's you. All, it's all. It's a melody. I'm thinking early. of Out of my dreams. I'm falling, falling <laughs> into dreamland. There you go. Welcome to dreamland. Dreamland. There was a musical called Dreamland. Was it called Dreamland? Yeah. I think so. I I think that's a... It was a a Canadian. No, it was Canadian. It was a Canadian? Yeah. It was a Canadian Maybe there's another one. Ages ago. Who wrote the music to it? All right, you find that. I'll figure that out. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you my second choice. Okay. That you're going to laugh at. Okay. But it's Farmer and the Cowman, the opening to Act 2. I love this song. Such a great opening number to Act 2. I love this piece to death. It's fantastic. It reestablishes the community and the internal conflicts of the story.
1: The farmer and the cowman should be friends. Oh, the farmer and the cowman should be friends. Oh, one man likes to push a plow. The other likes to chase a cow. But that's no reason why they can't be friends. Territory folks should stick together. Territory folks should all be pals. Cowboys dance with the farmer's daughters. Farmers dance with the ranchers' gals.
0: I love the fact that da- like the the, ba- the dance sequence of it is just like, I wish all the dancers were like, had this music, cause I would totally go dancing for this. I love just how the couple of baskets with the bait, with the brass and the and the strings. Like it is like quintessential golden age. Like bum, 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 bum. Oh, nice. It is so great. I love it. Weird. There are versions of it where they have Aunt Eller sing the song, and there's other versions where Ado Annie's dad is the is the lead singer of the song. Uh I personally like the versions of Aunt Eller. I think that's a much better person to sing the song because she's a bigger character and she's also the bridge between the cowboys and the farmers. Yeah. She's the bridging character of the piece. So I think it's much better versions of that. Yeah, no, farmers the farmers and the cowman. I absolutely adore this piece. This is one that's on repeat frequently on my phone. hmm It's right up there with like G officer Krepke or America.
1: Oh. Like all those my songs God. get in there
0: and really? They, oh yeah.
1: I swear it was called Dreamland. Guys, I can't find it. Okay. It's that old. Oh, new musical, Dreamland. No, this no. is a new one. Yeah, no. There was a Canadian it's gonna bug me. <laughs>
0: Well, if you think of it throughout the show, just holler.
1: Okay. But yeah,
0: Farmer and the Cowman. That is my second choice of top three songs of the show.
1: Okay, I like it. I'll I'll go with it. It's not mine, <laughs> it, but... It, it's a great chorus number. Okay.
0: Yep. And then it segues like, like, into, into one of my favorite scenes, the basket auction. Which is oh, like... Oh, yeah. Which is, which is just so funny. Which is awful. Oh, it's awful, because I feel bad for Judd, where it's the... I'm going to bet every piece of money I have I on just, this picnic basket. I'm, I'm, I'm very disgusted
1: that they're selling themselves through their picnic basket. <laughs> I mean, it's it literally is the Bachelorette <laughs> final two with a couple of big dance numbers uh, thrown in.
0: 40 bucks in two bits. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It's so great. I love it. I love it. it. It's a great
0: number. Anyway, what is your second choice? My third choice? That's right. Yes. Sorry. We're on third choices. Yeah. People will say we're in love. Did not make my list, but I do
1: love it. I love it. It's I just, love it. It's kind of saucy. It's oh, kinda, it absolutely is. It's cheeky. It's yes. Laurie being Laurie, which it rem- is nice. And, and that's the Laurie I
0: like where she is feisty and she's independent and she's like, no, don't hold my hand. Like, yeah. screw me. off. Like.
1: Don't take my arm.
0: want rumors about you right now i'm not into you and then they kind of dimmer down with out of my dreams <laughs> yeah yeah like this is the laurie where it's like yeah that's in character with who we've seen throughout the whole show where she's like pushing curly off and she's like no leave me alone like i'm out
1: yeah um, i yeah I, I i love it i think it's flirty i think it's yes, fun. i, think I it's... agree with you it just didn't make
0: sense because there's one song i like a little bit more than that one
1: what is it? Poor Judd is dead. Oh,
0: yeah, it's good too. Poor I Judd. think the song is a fascinating character piece because it paints Curly as a villain. The protagonist of the story is actively trying to get Judd to commit suicide. Uh yeah. And oh, it's dark. dark. Like it, it is, is a dark. dark
1: song. Well, it's in his way. It's, it's, yes. just, it's about like feral masculinity. Yes. Poor Judd oh. Fries dead. Gather round his coffin now and cry He had a heart of gold And he wasn't very old Oh, why did such a feller have to die? It's, it's,
0: It's about two...
1: Do you, do you watch The Bachelorette? No. You need to watch I it. Don't watch I don't want to watch The Bachelorette. I don't want to myself No, that. do it because it, you'll know exactly what I mean. Okay. When I talk about feral masculinity, yeah. and you just watch the yeah. final, like watch okay. the men tell all. I think is it this weekend? Is yeah. it this? Is it on Monday? Yeah, it's this week.
0: Okay, I have tables on if Friends,
1: if you knew me, you would be like, I You're don't know her for watching um, The Bachelorette. But I do watch it because I find it fascinating. I find it absolutely fascinating. So, Oklahoma, Bachelorette. Yeah. Bachelorette. If I were going to direct Oklahoma, <laughs> would it, like it would be like The Bachelorette. See,
0: I would direct it in the round
1: and have
0: canopy over top of the audience so it's really like they're in the wide open plane yeah and I put it modern not chaps and that type of thing and just having people watching this community go through that because there's a lot of interesting stuff about community in this show mm-hmm. that you can really get into but who's so it's in, kind of like at? what the
1: roundabout's doing yeah kind of they said
0: at a potluck I know I love it and I was like damn it they took my idea <laughs> I know Hey
1: hate when that happens
0: right when you have a great idea and somebody else gets to you first it's not fair it isn't but yeah, poor Judd. Like, I think this is a song that paints the protagonist in a gray light. Yeah. And I love it.
1: It makes him complex.
0: It does. It, it makes him yeah. less of just, like, the classic, like, Clark Kent, good guy, yeah, cowboy. Like and it's like, no, Clark, Curly, Gable, Cur- Curly's got a dark side. Curly, I, I guess... Everyone does. Like, I guess Judd does murder a family, as he confesses to Curly about. But I go... Mm. Curly's got some dark sides too. If he, if he's trying no. to convince one guy to commit suicide, clearly he knows he's what in he's his doing. Way. He's yeah, in
1: his way, man.
0: Yeah, and it's great. It's a great, and the fact that like Judd plays it so sincere, where where he where he really gets into the whole concept of people actually caring about him and the community coming together to be like, ah, oh, damn, we lost him. Poor Judd is dead. A candle lights is hay. He's laid. sad because they used to treat him bad and now then their friend has gone for good good yeah it's like that poor guy is so deprived of love from people that he is full-on buying into killing himself killing himself just to be loved and be yeah. accepted by a community it's like old-timey cyberbullying yes it is it really is really, isn't it? It
1: really is. So it's a fascinating song. I love that it. is fascinating. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. I yeah. I agree. It's very complex, but it's like the Bachelorette is complex. Like the <laughs> the relationship and I know that seems really basic. Yeah. But if you watch these people maneuver and what they choose to put on TV versus what they choose to leave out, I'm sure is very different. Like they know the thing that is going to sell them. Yes. A viewership. Yeah, it's
0: true. Well, people will watch two bucks ram heads with each other for fun. And they'll set, reality TV sets it up so that will happen.
1: We have not, we have not come any further than the days of bear baiting. And it's just, it just takes a different form. Mm -hmm. We're still obsessed with human pain. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, I know what's surprising to me, Mm. neither of us chose the title song as one of our top three.
1: Well, you know, like it's a
0: great song. I, I, I would have thought you would have maybe chosen it.
1: Would, Why?
0: Why would I have chosen? I don't it? know.
1: No, I don't know. I think it, I just think it's a fun song that I think that I,
0: I thought that I thought you
1: would like. This is not a musical <laughs> I would smoke? ever put on in my car. <laughs>
0: this is not. The, this Subject not your children Rogers. to this autumn. This Bring is, them over to the dark side no. of Oklahoma.
1: This is not the Rodgers and Hammerstein. I would. I would choose. You know how we'll have to do production of this just so we can. Well, I know how I'm going to do my production now. (laughs) There you go. So I'm going to need a lot of money and a big (laughs) time sponsor um, because I'm going to use a lot of video. Great. So, yeah. I
0: love it. Done. Okay. So now the top three songs you either often skip
1: or just get rid of. Just all of it. I don't listen to any of it. But, I mean, you know, whatever. I'm Just a Girl Who Can't Say No. I think it's a terrible song. Oh, I Uh, love I Can't Say No. No, it's great. It's one of those numbers that's just like, right? Yeah.
0: I'm just a girl who can't say no. I'm in a terrible
1: fix. I always say, come on, let's go. Just when I ought to say next. Funny, funny, funny. She's yeah. the Adelaide. She of, is. Oh, Guys and Dolls another one we should talk about at some point. Yeah. <laughs> she is. But I mean, like, she, like, I love her character
0: as Ado Annie.
1: But then this we other can,
0: guy, like, this mysterious. Uh, the, the Ali Hakim. Ali Hakim. See, I saw a really interesting version like, that the BBC oh, proms did where they didn't cast a Persian guy. They had him as a white guy, but they had him pretending to be Persian as a sales tactic.
1: Yeah. And I thought that makes more
0: sense. And I thought that is funny because Edo Annie not picking up that this guy is
1: duping her. Well, and that she see- thinks is like like this foreign. Yes. Entity, right? Exactly. But that's just, yeah, it's so I was wrong just, in so many ways. I things. know. Like, you but
0: you can get into it. I think it's fascinating. I think Edo Annie is a fascinating character because it's the whole thing of um, <coughs> um, like 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 open relationships like she's just somebody who wants to go out and have fun and and that yeah. shouldn't be demonized
1: no. by society
0: but yet she feels demonized cuz she's going I want to do this and just have my fun with guys <laughs> but the uh, but the community around me is saying <coughs> I got to be dainty I got to give his face a smack I got to do I got I got I, yeah. I, I got to repress myself when I don't want to
1: yeah she's all for um making her own choices yes which is great yes and i think
0: that's really conflicted that you could really have some fun with with a character where yeah she's continually fighting those urges and ultimately kind of loses the fight because she ends up with um uh will 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 parker who clearly does love her
1: oh my god he's
0: like head over heels for this girl so and, much and she oh. is just like and she what she, she wants to be she wants to be with the the guy mystery, the mysterious peddler man. He's like, oh, they're always the
1: bad choices. But it's the same with Judd. Yeah, there's a reason why she has that dream, True. and it's because I like the dream scene. That's what like the song that leads into. Something appealing mm-hmm. about the dangerous.
0: True. Well, it's, well, it's, well, it's, it's that in a classic- society
1: where they're risk adverse. Yes. True. She wants to. It's her. It's almost like they're both rebelling yes. and there a way that they can rebel yeah so yay good on them for that yeah so okay fine I'll, yeah. I'll change my mind there's a, look at there's there's not really <laughs> there's not really uh it's not on my playlist <laughs> it will probably never be on my playlist all right um but um if you gave me free tickets to see it I'd go yeah um it's just yeah it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's no, not really one song that I hate and not really one song that I really love. Okay, you're very neutral on this show. I'm very, yeah, I'm very apathetic on this okay, one. Okay, fair is enough.
0: Um, okay, so then I'll tell you one of the ones that's on my list besides Out of My Dreams. Okay. I have It's a Scandal, It's an Outrage, the yeah. Ali Hakim song. It's a scandal! It's an outrage! When her family surround you and say You gotta take a it, make." It Honest woman I don't know. to make him make her honest she will lie like hell that he yeah. sings in the show. And I didn't even remember that that character
1: was in the show. <laughs> oh until god until I started <laughs> yeah. uh, like going oh, back I, through it. I was I'm like, oh like, yeah, Ali oh, Hakeem. Okay, whatever. I remember well I remember like yeah. it's just not one of those yeah. things that it's not a sticker yeah. show for me. Yeah. So
0: I just find this song outdated. It's all about like Ali I keep going, I don't wanna be tied down, I wanna be a free man, and yet, and yet and yet apparently all these women are supposed to be virginal, you gotta marry them before you sleep with them. Like it's a very kind of like oh, man being like, damn it, we gotta get married, like type of routine. So I just I I I, 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 I find it's a funny song.
1: Paradise by the dashboard lights. Exactly. But and I just musical. go I just go. <laughs> the
0: song has some issues that I don't know if it can if it'll ever if it will become one of those songs that just kind of gets the nicks from future directors going. I don't think we can keep it.
1: Yeah. I don't think... Who directed the one in... Was it Ivan Van Hove that did the new version? I forget. I don't know. Now I, I need to find out. All right.
0: You find that and I'll tell you my next choice. Okay. So we already talked about End of My Dreams. Okay. Um. So the other one is The Story with the Fringe on Top.
1: What? I That is one I would sing all the time. I love it, but I find it... Kind of boring. All the world will fly in a flurry when I take you out in the Surrey. When I take you out in the Surrey with a fringe on top. When we hit that road, help a leather. Cats and dogs will dance in the heather. Birds and frogs will sing all together and the toads
0: will pop. I just find it's it kind of catchy. It's catchy and it gets stuck in my head, but I'm like, there's so many better songs in the show I'd rather listen to than "Surrey with a Fringe on the Top. Come I'd rather listen to, on. I can't say no, I'd rather listen to The Lonely Room, I'd rather listen to Poor Jet is Dead, Oklahoma, Farmer and the Cowman, The Ballet, Oh What a Beautiful Morning. Like, That's like nice. Suri with a Fringe on the Top is always on the list because it kind of falls in that nice sweet spot between Oh What a Beautiful Morning in Kansas City where I'm like, okay, I'll let it play. But, and uh, like Daniel wait, Fish, Daniel Fish directed it. But yeah, Siri so with the fringe on top. Like I think uh, I think I don't find it as complex as as the other Roger and Hammerstein songs they wrote for this show, where you can dive in and go into the text and see what's going on in that book. I think this song is just a nice patter song, and it's like okay, nice. You're talking about a buggy.
1: All but right, it's important. That's how he shows his. Like it's all about class again, right? True, I guess.
0: I don't know. I to be honest, this is one of the songs that, like, if I if I, if I had to choose one, that wasn't that wasn't another Lori song because I, I could have put both of her songs on this list. But I thought, no, I'll I'll find another one. I thought, serve the fringe on the top. I love it, but I also would happily skip it because. <laughs> see now it's stuck
1: in your head. Yeah, it's all I'm gonna sing. Thanks a lot. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, it's one of those shows where I'm just like, eh. It's
1: like a little trotting horse.
0: To- oh, absolutely. They got the rhythm of, like, uh, of just riding along.
1: Yeah. It's very pastoral. Yes. It's very hokey. It's a bit hokey, yeah. Yeah. But it is Oklahoma. It is Oklahoma. But not all of Oklahoma is hokey, though. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay so now i guess oh, we're going to no. segue into the oh, next section which is should it be revived oh, it does still have a place well, in musical theater it just it just it, it, was revived it, just, so. it still
1: is revived on broadway right now uh i i have not seen it That's i've true. had it's friends it. that have seen it yes and have been like hmm mm. doesn't really work for them no didn't work I don't know. I don't I don't know.
0: I don't know. It's kind of like us in a future episode about it about a certain superstar where we've now flopped positions where I go, absolutely. This isn't like as I say, this isn't just a show about cowboys and farmers. It technically it is, but there's more <laughs> like technically speaking, yes it's about farmers and cowboys. Oh. But I think there's a lot more societal things you can really get into in modern day. Whether it's community versus a simulation versus isolation
1: yeah i mean there's versus a of-
0: like the whole 80 annie will parker relationship and the whole concept of open relationship versus, versus like conservative relationship versus like liberal open relationship like you can also get in deeper with the whole thing of like me too but the whole way of the judd and the Lori and the curly relationship yeah as well as just the whole concept of like the midwest
1: I was gonna Oklahoma. say if you were to do it in the Midwest, it would work. Like yeah. contemporary Midwest. Yes,
0: and just and I think and I, I think that's what that new revival was going for.
1: Yeah. So I think I think there's still a lot. I think this is one of those books
0: that gets overlooked by because it's they, I read things it's the Hokie Rogers and Hammerstein book. But I think they're saying a lot. Because don't forget when this musical first came out in the nineteen fifties or so. Yeah. It came out, sorry, it came out was in for, 48. 48. So yeah. we're just out of the war. People are all coming home. You got the changing world. And then the 50s were kind of the, the, the lull afterwards. It yeah. was that like, oh, okay. Everything's gonna, great. Everything's nice. It's the classic leave it to beaver 1950s. Yeah. And this is kind of the lead into it where it's it's a community trying to find balance in a changing world where they're going from isolation to being part of a bigger picture. And I think there's a lot of stuff you get into with this book where it's all about community. I guess
1: so. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I, I trying to. Well, yeah. unlike with um, our future episode of Parade, yes, <laughs> trying to retain the sensibilities. Yes, right. Exactly. And the young people trying to fight against it. Yes. So it's kind of like spring awakening in a way. <laughs> i spring awakening. I hate it. Thank you. Oh my god. Okay. I All right. We're gonna on at least one show we both hate. Do spring. I can't even. It listen will not to be it. on a
0: podcast on this channel anytime Ugh. soon. And I
1: have friends that were in it, and I just cannot <laughs> do it. Fair enough. It's. I love the play. Yes, the, the original play is great. Is good. Yes, but, but musical not, not so much. No.
0: Um, but yeah, I think there's still a lot that, I think there's a lot more you can dive into. And, yeah. I think, and I think nowadays with our, with our more open mindedness and open eyes to these type of situations, I think you can really dive deeper into this book and go, there's a lot more in here that we could really pick apart.
1: Yeah. And, and there'd be great talkbacks about it. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. This would be one that would generate conversation.
1: Totally. Um, but yeah. yeah,
0: I think that's it. That's great. Yeah. I think that's it for this podcast. Uh, thank cool. to you everybody for listening. Okay. I think this is (laughs) Oklahoma. (laughs) Yo! Uh, Um, Yes. uh, Thank you again to Brody for writing our wonderful theme music. Way to go, Broads. We would love to hear your feedback on the show. Do you think Oklahoma is dated? Do you think it still has a place today? Let us know on either our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram page.
1: Um, in the meantime, Autumn, where can they find you? They can find me anywhere. I'm so, (laughs) um, usually in the wilds of Muskoka, but on Facebook and Instagram, Autumn Smith or Autumn DM Smith. Very
0: good. See, and there'd be a great place to do Oklahoma, it's up in Muskoka.
1: Small community,
0: you can have a lot. Hey,
1: man, I'm telling you. You could have a lot of fun up there. They, um, would, they love Mamma Mia, so... They'd get it, right into Oklahoma. They'd love Oklahoma, too. You could really do some fun stuff
0: with them up there. I like think that.
1: so. I think they'd be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree.
0: Do, do, do it in a real barn.
1: Yes. I love barn theater. Right? Hey, speaking of barn theater... Yes. Oh, but it'll be too late. But I, I did go see an interesting um, production at Fourth Line Theater... Um, musically written by Bo Dixon, ooh, okay, and arranged and musical um, awesomeness by the Justin well, Hiscox, okay, and the other brother Mark Hiscox, okay. who was the drummer and rocked it out. Nice. What was the musical um, about? It was about just growing up in Peterborough and really? a small band that okay. started there, and then they made nice. it big in Canada. And okay, it was good. It okay, was good. It's, it's a nice homegrown musical. A homegrown musical called Bloom. It. Balloon. Bloom. Bloom like the flower like oh, flower very yeah, good and, and, and incredible like just an incredible singer called kate sir mm. is in it and all right why if, why if you, check you can check out. her out like she has a country sound too so it's oh. great she would be hey. and a no she'd be a great Lori. Lori? she would be and if i were going to cast it i would cast kate sir okay 100 she's kate, amazing
0: talk to autumn get it get it, get it going Get it going. Get it going, Autumn.
1: All right. All right. Um,
0: then you can find me on all social media platforms uh at Mackenzie Horner. Um just look for the profile picture of the guy with the red hair. Can't miss me. Uh, it's awesome. <laughs> it
1: is. It's vibrant.
0: It's true. It's true. Actually, it's gone dark over the years. It, it's it's
1: it's dulled. It happens. It, it happens. it happens to the best of I'm us. I'm going
0: bald already. So mine's okay. going gray. Yeah, but see, you rock the gray.
1: Oh, thank you. You'll be
0: like Meryl Streep and Devil Wears Prada with that awesome.
1: Oh, I hope like, so. Like that awesome gray I won't line. be that nasty, though. No,
0: oh, absolutely not. Absolutely mm. not. <laughs> you will not be that. <laughs> uh, thanks again, everybody. Hooray! We'll talk to you later. We have pumped this episode. I'm really impressed with us. So, Thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye. Bye.